that um, it hasn't been easy for uh, anyone. Uh, I'm really pleased to see you all, you all seeing Varashan Sundar, so I don't have to uh, tell you too much about them, uh, other than saying that come and see them. Uh, they're a little different than three dimensions. Uh, they are really very extraordinary uh, deities. But then, of course, uh, everyone says that about their Krishna deities, and I'm going to translate.
और कल श्री राधा का भी प्राकट्य दिवस था तो आपको आश्चर्य होगा ये सुनकर क्योंकि वैसे तो हम समझते हैं कि श्री राधा का प्राकट्य कार्तिक महीने में हुआ था पर हमारी जो अंतर्राष्ट्रीय कृष्ण वाना में संघ की जीबीसी है उसको पता पड़ा है कि श्री जीव गोस्वामी के लेखन द्वारा के ये प्राकट्य वास्तव में कल की तिथि पर हुआ था
and uh, those are the original uh, lakes which you can see whenever uh, the lakes are actually drained in order to be cleaned. Uh, they, uh, in due course of time, uh, well, they uh, then actually manifest the eternal form in which Radhakund is present. So these small kunds ultimately became the uh, same kund as is present in Goloka Vrindavan. Because when Krishna appears in, in the world, he brings not only his eternal associates, but he brings his down. And that them fully manifests anyone. Anyone can see, just like anyone can see Krishna with Krishna's presence, anyone can see his abode. Dwarka, Mathura and Vrindavan. Yes, all these three places. So gradually by Brinda Devi's uh, work, uh, the eternal dam became manifest and uh, was visible. But when Krishna left this world, then the dam also became invisible. So Bhagavatam states Krishna that when Krishna leaves then his dham and religion and everything else also leaves. Uh, leaving is that this word leave is really a uh, misleading word. Because Krishna never leaves, Krishna is everywhere. Similarly, the dam never leaves, the dam is also all pervading. But it becomes covered. So uh, Krishna has a potency which is called the Antardhan Shakti. And uh, this is the potency which, uh, by which he covers uh, his abode uh, uh, as well as himself. And what remains becomes a uh, representation uh, or a uh, copy uh, of the original. A replica. And that replica then becomes subject to the influence of the uh, material energy in the sense that it becomes covered over with trees and weeds uh, and uh, water evaporates. So uh, about 75 years after Krishna's disappearance, 
then his Vajra, uh, uh, who is uh, the great grandson. Uh, along with Parikshit Maharaj, they renovated Vrindavan. Actually, no one was living in Vrindavan at that time. Because when Krishna went, he took everybody back to Godhead. So they established different villages uh, and they established the places of Krishna's pastimes. And that was the first time in which Radhakund was again renovated. And uh, it was made somewhat uh, larger, therefore the Shamakund was also known as Vajrakund. And say that was 4,500 years ago or so. Between then and Shaitanya Mahaprabhu's appearance, we don't really have much history. Interestingly, we have history from the Greeks. They called Vrindavan the village of gods. But uh, when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu uh, came 500 years ago, he asked the locals, where is Radhakun? And they didn't know. So he then, because he's Krishna, so he went to this very uh, little pond, uh, two little ponds which were in the middle of an agricultural field. He bathed in them, he worshipped them, uh, and in that way people recognize now here is Radhakund and Shambhajan. And that's interesting that uh, no one knew because people were doing Govardhan Parikram at that time. Govardhan Hill was there. Hard to hide Govardhan Hill. But gradually it became known because of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's efforts that here is Radhakund and Shamakund, and that became part of the Govardhan Parikrama. Sometime after Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's disappearance, Raghunath Das Goswami came to Vrindavan. And he was living there on the... In time he came and he moved to the bank of Radhakund. Which was more or less in the same condition as what Chaitanya found it. So he then became inspired to uh, renovate Radhakund and make it look like the uh, somewhat replica of the original. Anyway, that's a, uh, another story, I won't get into the, the pastime that's involved there. But that's the second renovation of Radha Kund that we know about. 
परंतु ये दूसरी बात है जब राधा को पुनर्स्थापित किया गया जिसके विषय में हमें पता है मोरलस इट्स एज वी सी इट नाउ अधिकतर वो उसी तरह है उस समय पुनर्स्थापित हुआ जैसे कि हम आज उसे देखते हैं maybe around 1980 I saw when there was another renovation took place. And uh, new stones were laid up, uh, all along with the kum uh, and uh, all along the steps leading into the waters. So that's what you see now. And for us, Radhakund is very significant because if Vrindavan is our most holy place, so our Radhakund is very important because if our Vrindavan is the most holy place, just like for Jews, Jerusalem is the holy place. जैसे जो जू व्यक्ति हैं उनके लिए जेरुसलम सबसे अधिक पवित्र स्थान है। So in the holy place the most holy of holy places is radhakund to us pavitra sthan mein jo sabse adhiktar pavitra hai wo hai shivanand and when we say radhakund that includes shamakund as well jab hum radhakund kehte hain to iska matlab hai radhakund aur uske saath saath shamakund bhi but krishna likes to take a secondary role krishna likes to take a secondary role behind shamakund radhakund krishna ko hamesha us So we always say, Jai Jai Shri Shri Radhe. Radhe, everybody lifts their arm and goes loud, and Sham sort of quiet and arms come down. जिस प्रकार हम सब जब गाते हैं हम कहते हैं जय जय श्री राधे श्याम और जब हम राधे कहते हैं तो सबके दोनों हाथ ऊपर उठते हैं और शाम कहते कहते हम अपने हाथ नीचे ले जाते हैं नाउ इट्स अ वेरी इंटरेस्टिंग फिनोमेना इन द लास्ट ऑलमोस्ट 50 इयर्स दैट आई बीन विजिटिंग वृंदावन तो ये बहुत ही महत्वपूर्ण बात है लगभग जो पिछले 50 वर्षों में मैं वृंदावन जा रहा हूं there has been a proliferation of temples of hanuman ji some of these hanumans are ceiling high and some are in regular temples why people want to worship hanuman and vrindavan is uh, a little perplexing because hanuman's mood of worship is very much uh, in the mood of being a servant of shri ram kyunki hanuman ji ki jo manobhavna hai wo bahut adhikar shri ram ke dasatva ki hai and now you all know that the ram janma bhumi a new temple is coming up so uh, in order to actually glorify shri ram chandra who well krishna himself says that lord ram is one of my favorite incarnations तो भगवान राम की महिमा का गुणगान करने के लिए और कृष्ण भी स्वयं कहते हैं कि राम मेरे अवतारों में से बहुत मेरे पसंदीदा अवतार है And then recently we were just celebrating Ram Navami. और हाल ही में हमने राम नवमी मनाई थी And the appearance of Lord Ramachandra as well as the appearance of Hanumanji is actually very important to our spiritual development towards serving radha and krishna to bhagwan ramchandra ka aur hanuman ji ka avirbhav tithiyon ko manana bahut hi mahatvapurn hai hamare jo bhavna hai shri radha krishna ki seva ki or isko viksit karne ke liye so you know hanuman uh, lord ramchandra is called maryada purushottama Uh, or the supreme personality of God who embodies the principle of 
strictly following the regulations. We've got a good drummer over here, a potential drummer. It's okay, leave him alone. You like playing drum? Do you play Miranga? Very good. That's good. You should learn how to play. Prabhupada's father wanted him to learn how to play Miranga. Play harmonia. Uh, yes, uh, it's uh, for me. It's always a very uh, intense uh, meditation to think how uh, Lord Ramachandra just by hearing this. Washerman criticizing Sita Devi, how he actually sent her away. Uh, quite some time ago, maybe about 15, 20 years ago. I uh, I was at the home of the uh, Hungarian, uh, the Indian ambassador to Hungary. They have a really, really beautiful embassy and a very, very nice, uh, yeah, they have a whole very nice compound. And uh, one sense, Hungary and uh, India sort of have close relations for different reasons. And one reason is that the uh, once president of uh, Hungary he lived in the uh, Indian embassy for like 11 years. And this was uh, the time of the Russian occupation, uh, which happened from the uh, Second World War, uh, end of the Second World War up until 1989. Uh, anyway, I was uh, at the home of the uh, ambassador and we were having lunch. And uh, his wife brings up this issue about Lord Ram banishing Sita. And it was a very hard pill for him to her to swallow. So we were arguing and discussing it for quite some time. I have to be very careful, ultimately this was the Indian ambassador. And we have, uh, we always have very good relationships with the embassy. Even just uh, now with the Ukraine crisis, you know, there were uh, 20,000 uh, Indian students uh, in Ukraine and they were, they fled, they left and they came to the countries bordering to the uh, west, including Hungary. So, 
So Prime Minister established the project Ganga, which was to then bring these students back to India. And that was really successful. And uh, the embassy asked us uh, whether we could actually uh, feed the students. So we were feeding the students as long as uh, they were still in Budapest. And embassy didn't have the uh, means to uh, feed uh, thousands of students uh, daily, multiple times daily. But going back to Maria, going back to Lord Ramachandra and his strict adherence to Dharma. So here is here is a king in disguise. And he hears a washerman criticizing his wife. You think I'm like Lord Ram that I let my wife stay out and go who knows where at the home of another man? And just from this complaint, Lord Ramachandra considered he had to wait. Here's my family on one side. And on the other side, here is the faith of the citizens in their king. My dharma to the millions of uh, citizens is, uh, takes priority over my dharma to my family. So, anyway, that was the result. Even though Sita Devi was pregnant at that time, then uh, he asked uh, Lakshman, all right, now you take her and you take her to his ashram. Now this was a very painful thing for Lord Ramachandra. But nonetheless, uh, doing the right thing doesn't always feel good. Similarly, we are practicing uh, Vaidhi Bhakti or devotional service, regulated devotional service. And we have so many other responsibilities. But when Krishna says Sarva Dharma but the Krishna then tells us that these other responsibilities are all secondary to our spiritual development. So, Lord Ramachandra shows us that, you know, we're going to be in situations in this life where we have to make choices, difficult choices. Lord Ramachandra being willing to go out uh, into that uh, 14 years of exile. So it was a difficult choice. Uh, we see Pandavas, especially being, but even the other brothers, uh, arguing with Yudhisthira, why are we doing this? Why don't we just go and fight 
But Yudhishthira Maharaj was always said we have to do the right thing because Dharma Rakshati Rakshita. When you do the right thing, when you do the Dharma, the Dharma will ultimately protect you. So it's something that we really need to take on board from Lord Ramachandra's example that when you do the right thing, you always get the right result. But you may not get the right result tomorrow. It may come later on down the road. And the, uh, I will uh, give you an example of uh, our pastime of Lord Ramachandra. Uh, and as a king, he was regularly performing annual sacrifices. But technically, he was uh, still a grihastha. So where's your wife? You have to you have to have your wife beside you. So every year what Ramachandra would make a deity of Sita Deity, golden deity. And he would perform the yagya with Sita Devi deity beside him. Uh, and when the yagya was finished, he would put the golden deity in, in this room. So year after year he's doing yagyas. And he al he's always making a new deity. So this room is full of Sita deities. So one day the uh, Lord Ramachandra goes into that room and uh, the Sita deities start talking to him, the deities speak to him. We're your wives, you shouldn't, you shouldn't just leave us here locked up in this room. You should, you know, do your responsibility. So Lord Ramachandra is in this condition. Remember, Lord Ramachandra ruled for 36,000 years. So here are all these golden Sita Devis. And what can he say? They're, they're his wives. They're not different than the Sita who was banished. So he says, no, I, I can't, I, I can't accept you. Why not? Because I've taken a vow, Eka Patni Vrata. And there's so many of you here, so I can't select one. If I select one of you, then the others are going to get upset. He said, but I'm going to come again sometime in the future in the Mathura Mandala uh, and you will appear there as gopis. And then when the 
Rasa dance takes place, then I will accept you as my wives. Because in that form, uh, the original form of Krishna, then there's no Ekapadvira. So some of those gopis that we uh, read about in Srimad Bhagavatam are known as these uh, Sita gopis, these Sita deity gopis. So, in this talks about many other women who Lord Ramachandra gave the blessing to appear in Krishna's pastime. So, technically, this is actually the role of Lord Ramachandra uh, within our overall worship. We pray to Lord Ramachandra to be able to strictly follow the regulated principles. Uh, to really be good examples, Dharma examples that inspire other people to take the Krishna consciousness. And to also give us the blessing uh, to be able to enter into Krishna's pastimes and serve Krishna. Now, I will just conclude with another short, similar pastime. When Lord Ramachandra was in the Dandaka forest, there were some sages there who are generally called the Dandaka sages. And uh, they were all, very interestingly, devotees of Krishna. They were worshippers of Gopal. Now that shows you that the worship of Krishna is not something that's new. So when did Lord Ramachandra appear? You know, Prabhupada says two million years. Another calculation says eighteen million years. But Whenever it was, it was certainly before 5,000 years ago. And they were all worshipping uh, Gopal with the Gopal mantra, either the same mantra or similar mantra that devotees now get initiated with. And they were different stages of spiritual advancement. Some were at Nishta, some were at Ruchi, some were at Asakti. No, none of them were at the, the stages of Baba or beyond. So Lord Ramachandra appeared uh, along with uh, Sita and Lakshman in their ashram. And uh, when they saw him, uh, they they sort of identified that this is the same Gopal that we're meditating on, but he, he looks different. He's got matted hair. He's, uh, he's got a bow, he doesn't have a flute. 
And he's dressed like an ascetic, he's not like a Gopak. But they were very much attracted to him. And then Lord Ramachandra gave them the blessing again that they would appear when he comes as Krishna. And they too will become gopis. So, very interestingly, they were actually worshipping Gopal in Madhurya Rats. So they took birth and they're called the Rishichari Gopis. So you can see that the Lord Ramachandra gives his blessings for us to actually become servants of Krishna. And uh, that is the role that our worship and devotion to Lord Ramachandra takes. But ultimately we are all worshipping and servants of Krishna, our desires to get Krishna's lotus feet. Okay, time is up. And uh, we have a few minutes for kirtan. A few minutes for love kirtan. And uh, thank you all very much again. And Happy Ram Navami and Happy Vada Prakat and Happy uh, Hanuman Jayanti and Happy Hare Krishna. <laughs> <laughs> But if we take one or two questions, then choose between questions and kirtan or uh, uh, 